0: I am here. I've got my old crappy mic on because I know it
1: works. <laughs> bro, bro! Just now when you were in space, man, you sound like you, you know—you always tease people that they are—they are playing in the Metaverse. You sound exactly like those people. Like it, uh, it, uh, uh, can you, uh, uh, bro, come on.
0: <laughs> no, no way! Oh my god!
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, you sound absolutely crap, and you tell me, uh, you know what? You know what, guys? Wacky just sent me a picture and he's so proud of his. He's like, you know what? I spent £150 <laughs> buying the Rode mic. You know, he showed me the picture. He was so proud of it. He even took <sighs> it out, took a selfie. And man, it doesn't work. Bro, You use back your old crappy mic. It sounds even better, bro
0: oh my god I'm so mad I gotta tell you I'm so mad I'm gonna have to test it out with you to see what's going on here I'm so (laughs) mad you have no idea it's so heavy as well I can actually hit someone and and hurt them so so heavy it is it's ridiculous
1: yeah I I got the mini size and man it's heavy so your one is like the full size long so it's definitely gonna be even
0: crazier Nah, alright, let's move on from my uh, shitty
2: mic. Alright,
1: alright, it's Monday guys, I'm happy, we have tons of things to discuss, uh, this week we have a big announcement as well, Wacky, take us away.
0: Good evening ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon Europe, good morning America, and welcome to Daily Dose Asia, when we are right, everything, Web3, NFTs, and Daily Dose, we do this show every weekday. Monday to Friday, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time, 2.30 p.m. London Time, or 10.30 p.m. UTC Plus 8. Our goal, our aim, our vision is to unite all the countries of Asia under one big massive roof in order to empower all the fantastic talent that exists in the region. How are we going to do this? You know how. By building the biggest, the greatest, and the baddest Web3 community there is. My name is Wacky. I'm your host on our media brand, PewCast. We just came out of a very, very interesting um, AMA, technically AMA, and show with Rug Radio, our partner, our partner a content provider, with a project called Sukuda, which is NBAs and NFTs. It is a player from the NBA who is releasing NFTs, and by the sound of it, It's also a team of guys that are behind Azuki. It will not be like a Jake Paul project where they will just release NFTs and run away (laughs) with it. The guy has a reputation. He plays in the NBA. Let me tell you, it is not going to be one of these. So check it out. We've got some very savvy listeners. Anoop, you're one of them who got himself a little whitelist by just DMing me because he was in the space with us. Congrats to you, my brother my co-host my co-host oh what can i tell you i was on the phone with him for an hour and a half this morning and uh, while i was telling him my story about my mic and uh, and my pets um we also discussed what is to come and let me tell you you want to be here with us we got some announcements he is preparing some awesome stuff his name pure rainbow how are you doing my brother
1: i'm doing good i'm doing good like dda will not be you know we can't start it without your voice without your wacky intro um so bro no matter what you gotta be here rain or shine fever or not i don't care at least you do the intro and then you quit even if you're not free all right that's it that's the
0: deal so uh, you're, you're laughing but next week is nft paris and i've got i literally broke my train so that i can have the time to do the intro and then right after this i'll just have to go on mobile and i'll have to go to the, to the station so i'm so glad you tell me this i will be there
1: yeah <laughs> and and the reason why i tell this is because i'm gonna tease like bro we discussed a little bit of nft paris and for those that are unable to go there guess what wacky is planning to do something interesting for you guys i don't know we will do something special and but you know those that is back in asia like me in malaysia who is basically stuck here and Paris is too far away not to worry because we are planning on how to bring like the freshest content from Paris to you guys wacky are you ready
0: I am 100% ready. I've got all my gear, none of it I have tested. Chances are it won't work, and it's going to drive me so mad. But let me tell you, I'm ready, I'm excited. I want to do some interviews there locally, some videos, some content for you guys. I want to make you feel like you're going to be there in Paris with my friend Le filmopathe. Are you going to be in Paris, by the way? Ha, 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 bread, bread, croissant. Yes, tell me more. I want to catch up with you if you are.
1: <laughs> all right, guys, so as usual, you know, just check the pin tweet because basically in the pin tweet we want to you know grow the space um, just retweet our space and also if you guys want to learn about you know what is Pukas all about what are we building for the next few months we released a manifesto there written very clearly on what we want to build how we can deliver value to you. So as usual, you know, if you guys are new here, do not be afraid to request to speak because you know what? The more speakers, the merrier, the more thoughts um, that we can talk about, it is gonna be great. And if you guys are not in the Twitter group, just send me a DM because man, we talk a lot. The, the Twitter group is quite lively, I would say. Like tons of people, you know, been talking this and that. So it's a really active community and this is something that we want to build. And last but not least, just connect with any everybody so you know as usual you know if you see somebody beside you right now on space that you don't know them you are not even following them send them a follow dm them say hi sending just say gm that is the most common way to connect with one another so wacky we know that today it's like yesterday is everybody's talking about the super bowl but you know back in malaysia i literally fell asleep and i didn't watch it but the Icebreaking question Will be this related to spot, which is what is your favorite spot to watch and why? Um, let Brother, me push this. It's,
0: it's yeah. already pinned there, it's up there. I am prepared today. I've already pinned the tweet, <laughs> pinned the question. I am so <laughs> ready. <laughs> it's
3: Monday, baby. I'm here. I'm ready. Okay, okay, a bit okay. Too soon, wacky, okay. I was like, you know, ready to type, but. I guess, like, you beat me to it. Damn, Wacky. Damn. Oh! I'm, damn. Like, I'm on point. Wacky, on point wacky, today. Wacky, wacky I, I uh, even included I was son, like, Wacky. Son, go control, you know, like, uh, guys, take care of yourself, whatever. And then, like, question of the day. But Wacky beat me to it.
0: <sighs> so, tell us, Maeve.
3: Tell <laughs> yeah, us, Maeve. Maeve, I, Maeve.
0: You, but you know what? Because I feel bad. I would like for you to tell me what's your favorite sport and why then.
3: Shit. I, I don't have a favorite sport, guys. But, uh, like... I don't know if board game like, playing board games is a sport, but that's probably, like, the closest thing I like to a sport. I, like, I I really, really like board games, because, like, if it mind fucks you quite a bit, it, like, you really, it, it gets your, your gears really, really going when you think about, like, two steps ahead, strategy, strategizing, you know all that really, really nerdy stuff. So, board game is... Probably...
1: Maeve, Maeve, Maeve. Hold up, hold up, Maeve. Maeve. Like, is it me or there's like a romantic sound behind... <clears throat> I can't focus. <throat> I, I, I can't focus. Sorry, guys. Like, you are talking but I see like there's like piano, there's like some jazz going on. Like, what's happening, bro? Uh,
3: Truth be told, I'm actually at a low-key romantic place doing this AMA because I can't... I, I I couldn't attend AWM, so I'm doing my best right now. To attend DDA <laughs> <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day wait, yeah. wait. So
1: you are in the middle Of a Valentine's dinner With your girl Doing DDA bro That is mad commitment I would
3: say yeah, For sure For sure brothers DDA fam Monday That's it That's it, That's
0: it. Man Respect Respect I-, I gotta say When I'm coming When I'm coming next month I-, I gotta take you out for this This is I mean This is mad commitment I'm taking you out On the on the romantic uh, date After this You and me baby It's happening <laughs> okay all right let's throw over to some of our other speakers on stage welcome nat welcome Gita, welcome lulu welcome opa i'm gonna go in this order nat how are you doing what's your favorite sports to watch and why hey TM man i think my my favorite sport is badminton i know it's uh, it's it's really an thing to say <laughs> <laughs> but, but why so what is it about badminton that you find so riveting I think it's fast and it's kind of aggressive. You know, you, you see a little small birdie, but it's actually really aggressive and fast sport. Uh, I I don't know if you guys watch it, but uh, yeah, I really love badminton, man. Bro, yeah. Thank bro. you, man. Bro, so fun.
1: When, when Lee Chong Wei wins badminton, the whole Malaysia yeah. is public holiday. That is how big badminton <laughs> is in Malaysia. Do you
0: It's, it's huge. It's huge, <laughs> is huge man. It's, it's huge. It's a big deal here. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think when you say it's fast and it's aggressive, it also makes me think about ping pong. But I'm gonna let other people answer here. G Dub, how you doing, buddy? With your with, look at you, so fancy with your ordinal egg.
2: <laughs> you mean two ordinal eggs? Ooh, yeah. Cheers, um, <laughs> Mr. Generation <Wealth> here. <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing now, but you know, next week I'll probably be crying. <laughs> um okay back, back to the sport um i like i like to watch tennis i like to watch tennis uh the kids are getting into tennis uh i used to play tennis when i was younger um you know been to australian open uh oh, eventually nice. one day I'll, I'll, i want to visit all the other grand slams but um and then we're, we're watching the uh the netflix uh, breakpoint uh, documentary so that's been good so tennis tennis is mine
0: Wow, that's cool, man. You went to the Australian Open. That's that's amazing. You know, luckily, my girl is into tennis. I, I'm into tennis, but not one of that. She, gra- she dragged me to Wimbledon one oh, year. Wow. And I do have to say, besides having to wake up at 4.30 a.m., to get the bus to get the train to walk to the place to stay in line for two hours to get one of the open tickets once you're in there it was actually pretty pretty nice and pretty fun to be there but the most part the most fun part was to actually wait in line with all the other people starting to drink at 6 a.m in the morning with everybody <laughs> else it was nuts so it was an experience if you come to london try to actually time it with there we'll go i'll take you there uh lulu how you doing buddy
4: hey hey, hey gm my asian fam so yeah, my favorite sport to watch is I'm a huge NBA fan. Uh I'm a Lebron fan, so um, yeah, that's my favorite uh sports to watch. But if in terms of watching live, I love watching triathlons and table tennis. So yeah.
0: Yeah, that table tennis man is this what did you say and uh, that fast and aggressive. That's exactly what it's about. Opa, <laughs> I don't know, but we haven't heard you in a while. How have you been?
5: GM, GM, Daily Dose Asia. So, um yeah. what's my favorite sport? Um actually I uh I would say badminton because uh badminton is absolutely crazy in Malaysia. Like what uh puker and that's it. Like, you know, if if our national um badminton sportsman if he wins a medal then uh, all of us will get a public holiday. Um, but other than that, I also like to watch uh, tennis because my dad is a huge tennis fan as well. So watching like Roger Federer, watching Nadal play is quite inspiring. And as and uh, and I especially love how Nadal just um how Nadal does his serve. You know, like every time he bounces the tennis ball on the court, if you notice, he will pull his underwear once. And then he will...
1: He will go and... Touch his, his face... Uh, touch... No, he will touch his face three times, right? Like, he will wipe, wipe, and then touch his nose, and then the mouth. Like, every time he does... But,
0: that but the, the ears... He, he grabs each ear as well. He's like, left ear, nose, right ear. Left ear, <laughs> but, but, It's like, butt, crotch, ear, nose, ear. Butt, No, <laughs> no,
5: no. No, no, no. So... Okay, so... So... So the reason why he, like, pulls his, like, underwear once... Before he touches his face and nose... Is, uh, is apparently because my, my dad told me if you pull your underwear once it's like it, it, it signifies like bad luck to the opponent so he pulls his underwear really? once and then he, 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 and then he does the, the stuff so I guess that's his secret to winning ah uh, you know, <laughs> it
0: might be a culture it, it might be a cultural Spanish thing where you like you know it, there are some things in each culture to throw bad luck on other people so whenever if we have a Spanish speaker that is from Spain uh, in the audience, uh, please come up. Let us know if that's a thing. Otherwise, we're gonna have to bring Hartel <laughs> back. I have a feeling he was Spanish, so we're gonna have to, to question that. <laughs> Love that uh, opa,
1: so so it, it's like it's like hold on, hold on. Let me adjust my underwear. That's it. That's it. To, to give bad <laughs> luck. Yeah. Bad <laughs> luck <laughs> 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 to the opponent this All right, all right. So my invaluable insight. Mine, yeah, yeah. All right. How about so so far? Okay. Let how me, about you? Just read. Wait, wait, wait. Let me just read a lot of people saying this, right? Okay, so Kryptonite say football, not the American one. All <laughs> right. Uh, Liv Mate say I don't watch sports, maybe gymnastic, but that's the romantic soul in me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most <laughs> heads say football. I used to play when I was younger, every day, always love it. Anup, Mr. Professor X say, you know, football, hands down, team play and fan community brings feeling of uh, belonging to a family. So, tons of people are saying football right now. And I have to say, my absolutely absolute favourite sport is actually F1. So, I am a huge fan of Lewis Hamilton. Uh, basically, that's it. That, that is for me <laughs> no more explanation <laughs> I just love to watch F1 uh, because okay so one, one thing about F1 it's like there's a lot of technical aspect to it and when you actually like if you guys are actively watching it a lot of the details that they do, like the minor details, um, you know, just a few mistakes, for example, wrong strategy in coming to the pit stops, um, changing of the tires and stuff like that will cause a huge, huge, like significant difference in the gameplay. So it's very much strategy and of course, like when you are waiting for, for example, like half an hour for that one overtake and it finally happened, it feels so good. Man. Like that is my take on, on F1. Interesting
0: interesting interesting i mean yeah everybody's got their own thing uh let's let's go lewis hamilton man (laughs) so many stories about lewis hamilton
1: (laughs) bro he's he's a sir he's a sir lewis hamilton right
0: now i've always
4: hated max verstappen because he's full of himself I'm a huge <laughs> bro, Lewis Hamilton fan, dude.
1: Bro, 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 bro. You're my brother. I hate Max Verstappen. Alright, that's another day. Okay, so guys, moving <laughs> on to the next part of it. Uh, Basically, it's DD News Update. So, uh, you know, me and Wacky, we have been thinking about this and we are officially wanting to open a community page, alright? So, basically, the page won't be um, posting a lot of, like, discussion and stuff like that. We will slowly add you in. But the main page is, because you guys know that we don't have a Discord, and like sometimes when I roll out, uh, for example, when I roll out an announcement or like when we post it out in the Twitter group, basically a lot of chat covers it and therefore, you know, you guys don't get the right information at the right time, right? So a lot of people like, for example, miss out the raffle, uh, don't know how to join the raffle and stuff like that. So the community page, basically you guys will be into it, uh, everybody will be inside, but please do not post on it because me and Wacky will only post uh, basically updates or announcements in it. For example, um, things that we want to do, ruffles and stuff like that. So every time when we have, for example, a big announcement to make, we will just let you guys know, all right, we just posted in a community page so everybody can just go and check it out, which will make the messaging even clearer. All right. Last but not least, um, the second update is this. Basically, a lot of people have, like we have been continuing doing pop ups and tons of people actually suffered minting, minting the pull up because of like the number of things like that so as you guys know before ryan stopped the pull up he was working with uh social life app i actually booked a call with them which is tomorrow and we will be integrating that into our system so next time you guys basically we will also do the roll call thing uh whereby you know once roll call and then you guys able to mint the pull up so not to worry you know Basically, you guys are here. You guys will get it as long as you you are listening. Um, then we can kind of like eliminate the farmers as well. All right. And um, just a little bit update, which is, you know, each pull-up carries its own weightage. For example, like, previously, we launched uh, Hoidogs pull-up or K-pull-up. Uh, basically, we ruffled off, like, free NFT and airdrops. And if you guys know, like, we did the chicken bucket, uh, which is uh, from Maeve. Uh, we airdrop like, <laughs> free, token, <laughs> free token of our race to you guys. So, each pull-up, when I release, I want to have a utility that links to it. Um, So, (laughs) guys. (laughs) All right. so next (laughs) off, enough of the the all this thing. I know you guys are bored. GM News, Wacky, take us away. You have to come up with something crazy. I don't care.
0: Oh, Okay, okay, so I got to set expectations here. I'm not gonna be able to come up with something new every day So I'm gonna have to recycle some weeks a little bit every day I'll have like regular things, but it's the G of the M with the tripod update better than Bloomberg all the way from Hong Kong He follows the news for you. So you don't have to GW
2: Thank you. Thank you, Wacky Um, GM so today is uh, Monday 13th of Feb 2023 um, as you know, global macro events still affect crypto prices. We saw a, a big crash in uh, in the last the last days. Um, here's a short summary on TradFi to help you make better crypto decisions. So to the US, uh, sort of a mixed bag, but it's uh, generally down. S&P is up 0.2%, and so this is on, on Friday. Um, NASDAQ is down 0.6%, and the major tech stocks down 2.4%. So the big reason is the markets are all nervous. Um, Tomorrow the US will release the CPI and inflation data so everyone is um, uh, trading less and a bit more cautious uh, these two days. Um, Over in Europe the FTSE 100 is up 0.4%. The reason European Commission revises the GDP forecasts, and they're expecting most regions to avoid a technical recession. Technical recession is two consecutive quarters of negative growth in real GDP. Um, Also, we've seen the wholesale gas prices have dropped to the pre-war levels. So we noticed that about two weeks ago, they've continued to drop since. Uh, labor markets have also performed strongly, so this is uh, good signs for, for Europe. Um, over to Asia, Hong Kong down 0.1%, Japan down 0.9%, Singapore down 1%, China up 0.7%, and Korea down 0.7%. Um, just to note for Singapore, uh, they announced GDP growth lower than expected, Um, They grew by 2.1% year-on-year Q4 2022, which was below market estimates of 2.3%. So the um, market and the traders reacted negatively. So this is the summary, the TradFi summary for today. Over to my brother, Mavs.
0: It's the M of the G with the Meta update. Restless has a B to always bring us the best deals. We can't call him Alpha because we don't want to go to jail. Nonetheless, Maeve
3: knows. Thanks, Wacky. Thanks, G, to my M. Now, this is Maeve knows NFTs. Kyoshi's Kyoshi's seed of Yujuna 999 completed an incredible performance by burning 9,500 seeds in 24 hours, totaling a value of 350 ETH. Despite what began as a no plan, art only initiative, a reminder that Kyoshi will be dabbling with metaverse and maybe game development. After PayPay checks, is Notable Pepe's. Key takeaways, one Pepe check equal one raffle spot. 50 cards each series, experimental distribution methods, submissions will be vetted, and Pepe checks will be available next, Saturday, next Sunday for artists with rare Pepe or fake rares. The first drop will happen in two weeks. Supply size is 100 to 1,000 at 0.069 ETH. Uh, this marks yet another big step for Web3 space, as lava. Labs had donated a CryptoPunk, uh, uh, the a CryptoPunk hundred and ten to Central Pompidou. I, I hope I pronounced that right. As a legacy move, so I don't know. Wrote a great thread about this on the significance of the event, but the TLDR is NFTs are basically making a mark in art history. Freedom of Ape of uh, We Are Ape aesthetics drop uh, will happen next week. Key takeaways. Key takeaways include plans to cross-collab with Azuki and Ranga. Partner is Meta Factory. Limited Edition Drops will be paired with own NFTs. DapperDawn will ensure copying priority. And it's all about dope streetwear and art only. Uh, This week uh, is full of highly anticipated mints. To begin, there are only a few raffle spots left for Ghostboy mint. And uh, the mint will take place next week. 6666 collection size at 0.025. Phase 2 of Tina's Fantasy Mint to take place on the 16th of February. Uh, it will be very interesting to watch how the market reacts to this AI art project as most have cr- trouble during phase 2. Color NFT project Eero Eero by SSM, CyberZ, and Wu Wu Labs will take place next week. Total supply of 5000 at 0.07. Uh, Uru Labs has a very great track record of selling out collections. Uh, sorry, give me, give me. A... Oh,
0: the lady's calling.
3: Yeah, yeah, he has to pay the bill right now. That <laughs> <laughs> no, no, <okay. laughs> right, it, it jumped up. Sorry. Uh, so if you didn't win a DG Dragon like me, remember to enter the ongoing raffle. Uh, there will be two thousand five hundred more dragons available. Lastly, Olive X Genesis by Ram Jan. Key takeaway. Uh, auction starts uh, between the 14th uh, February to the 17th. 370 supply. Start bid is 0.333. Uh, floor price will be based off the 370th highest bid. It's the uh, same artist as Kyung and Mim Lan. Uh, Stong's founder with Team. And AMA Tomorrow with Yatsu, chairman of Animoka Brands. Uh, if you want more of the benefits, uh, just check my post. Back to you, puke
1: all right, all right. Thank you. Appreciate Maeve for, you know, um, kind of like ditching his girl, um, having five minutes here with DDA. So just, you know, shout out to Maeve for doing that. Guys, if you like what Mave and uh, GW tells you, basically follow their profile because every day they will be, you know, writing the whole full thread. So I know sometimes it's a little bit too much information. Just go to the thread. He basically links out everything, you know, with... with uh, the profile and stuff like that, you just go and click it and you guys can get all the information. So, Wacky, today you are too fast. Like, Maeve haven't even finished. You already posted a question, but it's this, right? Like, Maeve has talked about this. Uh, basically, you know, CryptoPunks, they donated to this place. Um, maybe you can share with me what's the place name in France, bro?
0: Okay. So, it is called Le Centre, which is the centre. Georges, for George. Pompidou, which is his last name. So you can say it with an English accent, Pompidou. Um, So it's Le Saint-Georges Pompidou, which is effectively an art center, a very famous art center in Paris, in the center of Paris on top of this. It's a great location. And it's got an iconic design um, in the sense that the architect that designed it, put all the, uh, what do you call it, the stairs, on the outside of the building and it's got tubes that are coming out it's just a super famous place and literally them buying nfts as part of their collection it's kind of really an an acceptance that nfts it's validating nfts in a large way in a big way right because there's no denying that there's a movement happening at the moment you have more than just the dgens that are interested in it um people that are sort of interested in technology and interested in what's happening with blockchain are seeing the value of it and are grasping why it's important. And uh, yeah, it's a huge win for NFTs, I gotta say. It's it's only look, they're gonna be ups and downs with the markets, with everything in general, with the economy, but I'm convinced NFTs are here to stay and they're only gonna go bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, especially with what we've seen with DigiDaigaku. I mean, you know, shoot, the man just spent six and a half million dollars on on an yeah. ad to provide free NFTs to people. I mean, you know, it's big.
1: Yep, yep. So the question is this. Like, we've been seeing basically how the public has kind of like slowly react to it like for example NFTs right now are being replaced with the name digital collectibles and like even we see Web 2 mass adoption is kind of like happening in the space so I just want to know or what what is your thoughts like will NFT become a significant history in art culture if yes or no just want to know your opinion on it let's pass around and get your opinion on it as well
3: Dude, can, I, can I start a bit because uh, yesterday was yep. Sunday, so it, it was pretty ironic. So what happened Sunday was uh, CNN basically kind of like shitted on uh, BAYC, right? Because I think there was like some uh, allegations saying that, oh, you know, BAYC paid celebrities to like, you know, false promote or whatever it is, right? But again, like uh, innocent, until proven guilty. And then like sunny today, it was like, oh, hey, you know, Lava Labs donated the punks. And, like, you know, to a to, to Pompidou. I, I hope I pronounced that right, Wacky. Right? Donated. You got it right. You got it right. Pompidou, right. Pompidou. yeah. So, donated to them. Such a big move. Like, it's such a baller move to get this done. You know, even even if it's donated, right? But it's acquired by the museum. It's going to be there for, I don't know, until whatever the time is. But what, what you say is true. It's going to be a significant part of art history, which is, like, how, how I wrote it. Because it is. Like, NFTs are being recognized as a uh, a, le- a legitimate movement in art history. Like it's it's, it's such a big movement, but yeah, I, I just want the voice because like, like it's pretty ironic how like one day like CNN is shitting on it, but like actually like the next day like you know Lavalette's just like delivered like you know drop the mic guys we did it anyway so like you know fuck you CNN like <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, uh... <laughs> you're,
0: you're right. You're right. I mean, look, we're in it, and obviously we see the value, but. <laughs> In, in, you know, in the grand scheme of thing, is it really that difficult to understand that there used to be physical paintings and they used to have a value? And now we are in a digital world. I mean, you know, we pay with digital money. I mean, literally we don't have all our physical cash under our mattress anymore. Right. So same thing with art. Now there's, instead of having physical art, you have digital art. But anyway, let, let's throw over to some of our speakers. Be witty. Force up. Neil, we haven't heard from you today. Uh, be witty. How are you doing? Let's start with
4: you hello 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 how is everybody uh what about nfts right i think they are definitely becoming a big part i think just uh, majority of people still don't see it it's like bitcoin the question is the same like is bitcoin a big part already i think it already is it's making huge waves and uh people some people still still don't realize it but eventually it's it's coming it's it's inevitable the only the only question is when and another question is how much the centralized governments will fight against it but otherwise, yeah, I think it's it's already big. And ordinals, now even ordinals, I think that's that's already big. This te- technology just, just keeps developing. And as long as people invest time in it, it will become even more adaptable and even more uh, mainstream.
0: So you know what's interesting? You're talking about the governments. And actually, I think the governments only will have an impact on potentially crypto, right? But I don't think it will have any effect on NFTs because effectively, NFTs at some point will be purchasable and already are just with fiat money. And the governments won't have any impact on this. NFTs will still blossom regardless of whether crypto exists or not because NFTs are just a blockchain technology. Yes, right now you pay with it in crypto, but you can, you can already buy them on uh, OpenSea using your credit card. So but I think...
4: Go ahead. When you see the word crypto, it's, it's basically the same thing. It's the same technology. Uh, and uh, well you can buy the same crypto the same way you buy nfts like wh- why you say it's different i think it's the same like if somebody airdrops you an nft you only have a wallet right you don't need even money to buy it but the the same way they can t- drop you irc20 tokens or any other token uh, you you basically unless they want money from you you don't have to pay money
0: yeah, I, I'm, I, what I was trying to say is that even if the governments are trying to clamp down on crypto, I don't think it will have a negative effect on NFTs. I think NFTs will still grow, kind of regardless of what happened with, uh, with regulations. But obviously, we'll see what happens. It depends on how, how strict they are, right?
4: Okay, that's a good point. You see them as quite different from uh, crypto as, you know, uh, those are... Completely.
0: Though. Completely, okay. yeah. Completely. Uh, Forza, you uh, had probably, I I saw your hand were raised. We just needed to move over. You probably wanted to tell us about sports. If you want to tell us what's your favorite sport, very quickly, and then tell us about NFTs and what you think about our culture. Uh,
6: It's one for me too. Like, I'm a massive. Yeah. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Like, I love Hamilton. The positive energy that he brings in, it's a massive, like, yeah. such a cry baby man <laughs> yeah yes, but no. but such a little cry baby you, you and me we are going to have point, a
1: chat yeah.
6: after this yeah bro <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, so coming uh, to the topic yeah let's move forward yeah my guess is nfts so are gonna get evolved or to be like revolutionized Uh, In the future, like everything, uh, our digital assets, like we can verify that we are the true owners. They can't cheat unless it can be stolen from us. And even if it's stolen, we can be like very quick to get back by proving that I was the owner. It didn't happen. Without my knowledge, it's just they stole it. It doesn't take any cry. Like even the authorities, they can track it down much easier. It's not hidden. It's more open to the public eye. And the crypto, yeah, it's like everything is the same, like the more people can have the freedom of seeing what is what are happening around like without having to go into a secret uh, people like or a club to know the specific of a thing like it's not comes under any government uh, radar, like it's all open to public. So the adoption would be massive the coming years because people would know the real technology behind this whole NFT, crypto, and the value that they hold, like the peace of mind that everything would be safe for me if I have it in a digital asset. I won't lose my thing. I won't lose my shit. The value that I hold is the real value that I have. Like, it cannot be stolen from me. It's it's, I'm the real owner. That's the thing.
0: I love your point about the fact that Uh, people can see it they can see it traded and that they don't have to go in closed auctions that are only available to people that are super high net worth in order to see how much something was so i really love that point i never thought about this before that's a really really good point puke i saw you unmuted as well
1: yeah no i just want to touch base on some stuff because like i mean it's it's fascinating how like when we are not in the web two space uh, Sorry, when we are not in the art industry, right? And then when we see a painting go for such a high number, just say people buy it for like a few millions, we'll be like, what? That piece of art, basically, I can draw better, right? How many of you guys have this kind of thought, (laughs) right? Like, you know, sometimes you just look at that museum. No, no. Some, some they are really hard to draw. But like a few of the art, like when I walk, when basically when I was traveling, right, I enter a museum and I see a piece of art. I'm like, how is that art valued at this price? Like this, this mentality we don't under, like I at that moment don't understand because I'm not in the so so called luxury art kind of stuff, right? And it's the same thing of how Web2 people think about Web3. Like, how can a monkey JPEG have such a high price of value, right? But when... So, it's always going to be when we are out from the picture, we don't realize it, and then it's like, how is this possible? Um, same thing as people view the NFT. But as right now, we see more and more adaptation to it. For example, right now, I see this as a huge potential because... Instantly, if, for example, a Web2 luxury kind of group um, actually value digital art, that means that right now we're able to bridge the Web2 and Web3 together. And when this happens, means that, hey, there's no such thing as, um, or why the monkey JPEG is so expensive, because people already understand it as they pair, for example, CryptoPan with a Picasso. So when this happens, uh, basically, there's, it won't be like, you know, right now, like, I mean, people that don't understand NFT, they're going to say, like, why is this so expensive? But when this happened, uh, basically, you say, like, oh, CryptoPunk is something like a Picasso. When you explain something like this, instantly, they would be like, ah, okay, I-, I get it right now. And I see this is such a huge potential because moving forward, hey, I mean, this, in the space right now, like, NFT, we are producing up like crazy, right? With the checks. Uh, and not only, like, for example, Picasso will always be just a Picasso. But, like, even... Example, the VV checks right now you can burn into so many things, so it's like an art, but it can keep on changing. So it's going to be even bigger than traditional art, man. That's what that's my thought.
0: I gotta say, I totally agree, and this is why we have maves here with us and as the year passes i mean i want to tap more into maves knowledge and understanding i still remember a, few, a couple of weeks ago when he says you know i i really can't make sense of all those other collections and the trading and the value but art is something i understand better and kind of like you i'm like damn really you really can can see the value of art and where the next artists are and it is fascinating and that's where I really want to dig more into this because i believe this year is going to be the year or artists. They have a moment right now that they can really grasp, especially with the open edition. Um, Forza, I see your hand is raised but I wanted to throw over to Neil. We haven't heard from Neil in a while. How are you doing, buddy? How was your weekend? How are you, Neil?
7: Hello, hello. Can you hear me, guys?
0: Weekend, can. Loud we can. and
7: clear, buddy. Loud and clear. <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, to answer the question, I would have to point out that in, in, in real art, in physical art, it's mostly about the artist or something significant about what is drawn in the in the art itself, but then in NFTs, it's more of a revolution in terms of um, building a uh, building a momentum or having a being a monument for for the evolution of technology. Because um, if we say NFTs, we have to accept that you know. Um, it would be like it, the, the, the first collection that you would uh, think of would be the, the CryptoPunks or the BC because basically they are the, the, the first collections who who totally got the popularity in terms of uh, the NFT. So I, I think in, in terms of having a significant history in, in the art culture, it's more on why... The, the the nfts or the blockchain or the or the digital art came to be rather than the how because uh yeah it, it's a revolution of it's a revolution and evolution of technology and it's not something that um we have to like just pass by or or see something as uh, unimportant it's something that gave or paved way to other artists who are who are uh who also have the the love for for technology so it's a it's it's a mix of passion for art and at the same time passion for technology so uh it would be it would be absurd not to not to treat nfts as part of the art, art culture when it's one of the things that revolutionized technology as well
0: yeah i mean look i, I couldn't agree with you more it's uh and i think a lot of us here in the space obviously understand this. Um, it's, again, good to see more news, more positive news around NFTs, because up until now, it's been only really a lot of negative press. And and again, you hear me say this almost now every week or every two weeks. It's also a large part our responsibility to inform the people around us and effectively present things exactly the way you presented it, Neil, in a sort of simple fashion, which is, look, you had physical, now it's digital. Money used to be physical, now it's digital. There's no, it's got exactly the same value. And as people really understand this, there's there's going to be a boom. I mean, it can only be a boom because it's not like all of a sudden NFTs are going to disappear and people are going to be like, oh, you know what? We we did all this work. We're just gonna we're just gonna cancel it, delete it, and forget all about it. So it's it's only going in one direction. It's just a matter of how quickly we get the wider adoption. Puke, did you want to move on to another topic or do you want to talk a little bit more about art, uh, history, art uh, and culture? So, and art? so
1: so, basically, the second question is a kind of like a leading up question to what we've been discussing. Like we see like right now, there's a significant shift in terms of artists being recognized. Um then basically people only wanting to mint, for example, notable artists and then the artwork right now, for example, like CryptoPunk is the first NFT, right? And it's being added into a huge museum. So there are tons of shifts happening in the space right now. And today we have to talk about, bro, we have to talk about the Super Bowl ad, right? Because I missed the Super Bowl ad and what happened is when I woke <laughs> up, I saw somebody share this video. Basically, it's a video, like a meme video, right? So he, he saw the ad uh, basically, he was waiting for the ad. And when the ad came out, he was just shouting like crazy. He'd take his phone and scan it. But when he scanned it, uh, it goes to um, basically the Twitter profile <laughs> of Gra- Gabriel, right? And then he's like, what shit is this? And then he clicked on it. Basically, you have to like retweet and some and something like that. And then when he when he times to mint it, he already missed it. And then he just got so angry and he threw the phone. And I'm like, what? This is so funny because, man... <laughs> I, I I thought like the the for mm. example the QR will be directly to the main page, but no, he needs to farm the engagement first and then only but, but... lead to it, right? So so, <laughs> so my, my, I, I think. I... <laughs> go ahead, bro. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go All ahead. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> so so I I'm thinking like okay, jokes aside, but. Uh, Right now, we're seeing a lot of people are talking about this. Basically, NFT space will be great art, right? People appreciate it. Whales buy it. Price pump. This is the first thing. Second, we talk about tons of people talking about onboarding. Like even for us, I mean, we have been weeks in terms of onboarding. Is this actually a very? I mean, is it a good onboarding way? Spending seven million to basically drive two thousand. 2K people to follow your account and then from there, how many of that people actually like have the chance to mint it? Or is it actually all this is just a marketing stunt and then the main people who get it is actually just Web3. Uh Mave, I saw your hand raised. Uh you are the NFT guy. Go ahead, buddy. I was
3: already unmuted, puke. Thanks. I, I got I I had to voice out like typical fucking, you know, I had to voice out because I saw all the memes when everybody was like waiting for the ad. Like when you said right, scan and then it's like, oh we're supposed to go to this guy's profile, right, Gabriel, and do everything else. Then join the raffle. It's like okay, okay, okay. But like uh on the point of like him spending that seven million or whatever large well I I would call it like a sufficient amount for the ad is well worth it. Because obviously, you know, the web two people understand it, you know, they, they scan it, whatever it is. The the thing that I I personally didn't like was like it was a bit confusing because I I I was I, I watched the, the ad how he how he wanted to onboard a lot more users into his, his Web3 game, right? But there wasn't like a like a follow up to it. There wasn't like a follow up element it was like, oh, you know, if you failed, what could you have obtained or what more could you do? It was just like, oh, you scan it, you got it. You didn't scan it, then that was that was kind of it. Uh on, on that aspect, I, I felt uh, it was really lacklustre. Other than that, like you know, the money spent, you know, the eyes and all that for the space, I feel it is uh, equally as significant as CryptoPunk being donated to Pompidou. But other, like it, it was just like the I, I felt like the like strategy, uh, impact and all, it is definitely going to be there. But w- without that follow up, yeah, I, I felt it was like a bit half half. For someone of his caliber, you know, doing this so many times, it, it was a bit like lackluster.
0: Okay, so this is this is an interesting point, uh, Neil. Let's hear from you. What uh, what are your thoughts on this?
7: Well, um, I think the the goal was clear, like to to onboard more people, but the execution was not as I expected it to be. Because if we're gonna if we want to really onboard people, then there should have been like a commercial or a skit wherein... in. Um, they are going to 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 to, to tell to people how to to prepare for for scanning the QR code because if you're going to scan the QR code and then you don't have let's say a metamask wallet then where where is the is the nft going to go if you're able to to like uh scan the, the QR code so that's my first uh th- that's my uh that's that's my question for for why didn't they have like a direction on okay um, we want to onboard more people. So in order to do that, um, uh, download MetaMask and then save your save your seed phrases or whatever. And then if the, the QR code comes in, in the commercial, then, uh, you know, the directions of that. So um, you are uh, large... Uh, no, no. I think most of the, the target audience that they had are those that are already in Web3 because the... The, the event was not really hugely advertised in in Web2 environment. So I think the the, the, the lack of focus on onboarding people in Web3 and its execution was the poor one because we cannot deny that a lot of people in Web3 already knew that that was going to happen. But do we know if the Web2 people um, know that that is going to happen or do they even have an idea that if they scan the qr code they'll have an nft after that so i don't think it's it's the right execution it's the right marketing strategy but um it's the right they have the right plan but they had they had poor execution on that that's that's my take on that
0: this is so interesting. I would love to hear from GW because I literally listened to Gabe for an hour going around what he was planning on doing. And uh, I'll give you a little bit more on this. GW, t- tell us more what you think on, on what happened about the, the Super Bowl.
2: I mean, you know, they've got to be some of the smartest guys in, in Web3. So whatever they did, linking back to his Twitter profile um all of that it's it's all on purpose i mean if if you really were going to onboard uh non web3 you would you the qr code would go to a site the site would be you know put in your email address and it'd be a custodial wallet and then you're done you mint it but because it's not it's it's on purpose it, it there's a reason for it I, I don't know what the strategy is but um clearly it wasn't for uh, onboarding the masses,
7: like it confused people more. It, it, there was really no direct direction on what they're gonna do after
2: they um, they scan the QR code. Right? Well, so, so... Th- this is the point: is that I mean, he 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 would have analyzed every single different scenario and technology and and all that, and they chose this path for a certain reason.
0: Yeah, that, that's exactly right. I'm bringing Nifty up because I would love to hear the thoughts of someone you know, local in the States that potentially experiences a little bit more than we did um, not being there. But you're absolutely right, G-Dub, that it was exactly how he planned it. And he did say one thing, that the focus of the experience was not on the people that would get it, but was on the people that would not get it. And that was really what he was thinking about. Nifty, how are you doing? Are you on the treadmill?
8: I am. I'm getting on right now. Hey, Good, good,
0: good, all uh, right good good
1: good hearing we gotta
8: keep you in check bro good, we
1: are going to keep you in check
8: good, good hearing your guys's voice and everybody so yeah i i'm so pissed because i went to a party and i was like mr cool with his freaking qr code sitting in the front of the screen <laughs> everyone's like what the hell what are you talking about and i'm like i'm i said this guy's gonna he's gonna put up a, a commercial <laughs> and there's gonna be a qr code and and literally as i was saying it because it was early it comes on and I'm like, there it is. And I jump up to the TV, boom, hit, boom. I was already friends with him. So all I had to do was retweet it. And I looked at my phone and the retweets were at like 3,500 at that point. I go, I got it. Oh my god, I got it. I'm fucking, I got it. This is fucking awesome. They're like, half the people were like, you got what? And the people were like, cool. And they just walked away from me. So I'm like standing there by myself. There's like 40 people at this party. I mean, chicken wing, I have chicken stuff in my phone. (laughs) And I'm thinking, all right, I got this thing. It's in, I'm done, I'm rich, I got it or whatever. And so then I spent the next hour figuring out what the hell just happened. I don't have anything. I'm having to retweet this thing and it keeps on saying enter this. It was very frustrating. To be honest with you,
2: I was like, it was ridiculous. (laughs) So I didn't
8: get anything. So the,
2: the, the guy in the video was you
8: yeah the guy video with the guy <laughs> yeah it's
1: exact. all right let, let, let me find a video right back you take this i'm gonna find a video
0: okay okay so so i mean okay so let me let me give you a little bit of insight in the mind of of gabe layton who talked about it again for an hour he was saying again the idea so to your point neil about the MetaMask, right he said he thought they thought about it and they said the reality is if we had given this to people that didn't have a metamask they would look at this and they would not understand what to do with it and they may not even look back at it or even do anything with it so some of the nfts would actually could have actually been completely lost so he said the the point was to give it to people that are still participating and familiar with the ecosystem now the idea is uh hold on i've got uh Duke that is asking me to retweet let me just add this right now alright I'm pinning I'm pinning to the to the top wait the...
1: <laughs> wait wait I, I, I have to butt in like but I saw like people they said they managed to mint like the egg right so so how's the process like basically you send to it one tweet you like you retweet it and then um, how do you get to mint it
0: well, so I don't know. I haven't uh, fully understood you, you, the people can I, can that could I, do it that? couldn't do
8: it. You, you, you had yeah, to, yeah, you, so once you did everything, there was a four-step process. So you thought that you were in, and then you see like 20 minutes later, uh, it says complete this to enter into the raffle of 5,000 that weren't minted out or something. So you're like, what? What are you talking about? I thought I just had to just click it, right? So then you're like, okay, then you connect your Twitter, and then you accept it, and then it says then it asks you to um, enter the raffle. But when you went to enter the raffle, it didn't highlight the link you needed to click. So I never ever actually entered the raffle of the 5,000 oh, to get one man. of those eggs. It didn't allow
7: that.
0: Uh, See, so,
7: confusing.
0: Yeah, Very it confusing. was. And I think it was inten- So it was intentionally designed like this. And the re- one of the things that he said, so he's been in the industry for 24 years, right? He's literally been managing hundreds of millions of marketing budget. And I mean, the guy knows how he, I think he was saying they had three worldwide number one games, mobile games um, already. So th- th- he knows what he's doing, but he said the most difficult part of gaming is not actually making money. He said the most difficult part is about getting people to care. It's about getting people to download the game, getting people to spend time with it and to be involved. And I think that's why, the way they did it was sort of a little bit of a, not a gamification aspect, but a, like a wild goose chase, a treasure hunt, where you had to do multiple steps to, again, get people involved in it more than just, hey, here's the airdrop, and uh, you know, good luck to you, trade it or not, or come and play the game. I think that's the rationale behind it, and by definition, it's going to annoy a hell of a lot of people. But, you know, for anyone that is trying to be successful out there and trying to make it big like this, it's another thing to take into consideration that the guy is getting a lot of fun now, is getting a lot of negative comments. But on the flip side, he probably did onboard more people to his game and and to the company. And so it, it really is a, a double-edged sword and everybody has different mechanics and different strategies. And, you know, time will tell whether that strategy was the right one, but that's sort of the the reasoning behind The way he did it and and what he's planning on doing so let's see it'll be very interesting i have to say i was also expecting something else and when i saw the ad i was like oh this is a bit shit but um i had to remember that it's it's mobile gaming right it's not an nft project the guy is into mobile gaming that's their bread and butter and that's how the mobile gaming industry looks like and and how it functions so um time will tell again it'll be interesting
1: Yep. And so if you guys go up to the pin tweet, basically that is the video that I, I saw uh posted by Ash Robin. Um I, I believe like there were two things, right? I maybe they changed the I I don't know if they changed the link of the poll-up, but because when I woke up like somebody already like there, there are a few people that say, Hey, I minted the eggs. So I, I believe like the eggs were minted out maybe like first half of it and then later the next half when they released the link um on the Super Bowl. Um, it's already a change of a link to boost into their Twitter page. Because I saw some chatter saying that he already posted the link on his Twitter page, so it already minted out before it goes to the Super Bowl. So the Super Bowl ad was to onboard people to see his profile, and then later on, they slowly learn things like that. But the first collection will be for the Web3 people that already know how to mint it. So basically maybe it's like that if uh, I saw you raise your hand uh, maybe you can uh, one last one before we close the space
3: okay yeah so uh, I-, I just want to say like it, that's why like earlier I-, I was talking about if you just had like a following funnel because when you look at the ad it's like okay you scan good if you didn't scan what was next you know at, at least like something to follow up which that element wasn't uh, present that was like my my biggest rent. If he did that, then like he's I I felt like whatever he spent would have at least like double or triple in terms of like his ROI, because, again, like scan good. You didn't scan them. That, that was kind of it, right? It was just like cut off, and then period. So yeah, that, that was the last thing I wanted to say.
0: So it will be interesting. I think from what he was saying, they have a plan for it. Uh, so let's see what let's see what comes, and if nothing comes, then yeah, it was probably a bit of a waste of money. But anyway, let's let's close the space.
1: <laughs> all right all right guys so once again thank you for being here you know uh being a part of the Delidos Asia community with you guys i believe we are one step ahead in building the most genuine web3 community in asia and i have to tell you last but not least tomorrow we will not be having the Delidos Asia space because i will not be available all right so guys if you have a girlfriend take them out for dinner if you are single just dm any girl and bring them out if you are married send <laughs> your kids to their grandparents, no! right? Tomorrow, <laughs> it's the time Man. for us to bring, you know, to, to do something no! good and then... <laughs> and then what's going on, have, Neil? What's going on, Neil? What's going on? Alright, so, guys, People once again, Me, No, no, I will be back on Wednesday. Like, I have to do this. One day, you guys have to forgive me. Uh, We will be back on Wednesday bringing you the dopest news because... Since, you know, Wacky said, you know what, okay, Wednesday is going to be a super fun thing. I'm not going to reveal yet, but Wacky is going to do amazing things on the main space. (laughs) All right? And I will be announcing a huge announcement regarding the tour. All right? So, let's close us off. Lulu, take us away.